Welcome back to the Cowboys Culture Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode six, all right? We're back with the boys. I'm Ethan. This is my brother Jacob and our buddy Steven. Um, Before we get into some juicy Cowboys content that you guys are here to see, uh, let's pay the bills. Once again, we're going to thank our buddies over at 360 Roofing and Restoration. Thank you, Coy Wilson, for everything you do for our podcast. Um, Coy, uh, man, you talk about just a stellar roofing company, guys. I mean, this guy can handle anything. Everything. Commercial roofing, residential roofing. He partners with insurance agencies to make sure the insured is taken care of. He, man, this guy goes as far as uh, partnering up with real estate agents to ensure that their clients are handled, man. So if you have any, any roofing need whatsoever in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, be sure to reach out to Coy um, and 360 Roofing and Restoration. They can be found on all social platforms. They can be found, uh, obviously, on their website. I was looking at their website today. It looks awesome. So, anyway, um, yeah, reach out to 360 Roofing. Thanks, guys, for everything you do for us. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you, 360 Roofing and Restoration. Awesome. Um, You know, here on the Cowboys Culture Podcast, we're always trying to evolve, create new segments for you, fine people of the uh, Cowboys Nation, and we have decided to give Jacob his own segment, which is news. Hey, it's News Jacob. News Jacob. So Jacob's going to tell us the news of what's going on in the Star. Yeah, so I mean, and, and we all know, when something happens at the Star, it's huge. They're talking about it all over the world, um, and so we're going to talk about it. So... Um, we got a couple things today. Um, some of them, one of them's really big. One of them hopefully isn't big. Um, but first one, Terrence Steele. Oh, he's huge. Yeah, that's humongous. Uh, he's huge. He's a we, big guy. We, we found out a few days ago, uh, Terrence Steele signs a five-year deal, $86 million, I believe 50 guaranteed, $15 million signing bonus. This well, makes it well-deserved. I mean, you well, fall yeah. for a spot. Yeah, so this, this is going to make him, I believe – I think it's going to put him in the top ten among right tackles. That's incredible, man. Okay, Terrence Steele. So you're you're talking about a undrafted dude out of Texas Tech, Reckham, who is now a top ten paid right tackle in the league, um, locking him down for five years. I feel personally, and I'll, and I'll let you guys say what you think about this, but I feel personally really good about this. Um, I think it's a you know it's a it's a solid deal having him. I believe that's around like seventeen, eighteen million per year um he's got a lot of incentives in there i think he can get it up to like 91 or something like that um if everything goes right but to me to lock down a solid i mean especially when it comes to the run when you looked at last season there was a clear difference in us running the ball when we had him and when we didn't mm. um i think that um o-line is just a position that is just so hard to find solid like just studs at that position right now and so to have a guy that's young like this that is showed you given has shown you that work ethic to go from a guy that everybody's wanting to cut to now a guy that um earns that kind of a contract i think that's a guy you want to hold on to and i'm just glad we have him on the team i'm glad he's here for for years to come and it's like we're we're you know you're seeing us begin to rebuild rebuild the dallas o-line yeah, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Just speaking on someone that uh, remembers some of the better O lines, uh, man. Uh, you know, I, I think back to, you know, say twenty thirteen through twenty sixteen. Man, I mean, like we we had the best O line in football, um, and some of those guys started fading off over the past few years. And man, bringing these young guys in, getting them signed up, um, it, it's crazy to think that Terrence Steele's up for a contract. I mean, it's it's wild. It, 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 he, you know, I still think of him as a, as extremely young. You know, I still think of him as almost a rookie. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad we locked him down. Um, he's in Dallas for a while, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and where what else can be said? Um, you know, we have our right tackle for the future. Uh, we can worry about getting studs at, you know, everywhere else, and not have to worry about a line for a while. So yeah, what else we got, Jake? Yeah, so. Um, the other thing we got, like I said, hopefully this isn't a big thing, but we heard, I believe yesterday that, uh, Tyler Smith had to leave practice 
because of a possible hamstring injury. He was having some discomfort. Um, I, I heard from reports that he was able to walk on his own. And from the initial tests, or at least from what Jerry tells us, which I, Stephen has his opinion on, on everything from Jerry. But <laughs> from what Jerry tells us, um, he says that they thought at the initially that maybe it could have been a problem, but from the, whatever tests or evaluations they did, uh, it seems that it was. Um, they seem pretty optimistic about it. Maybe it's it's something that Jerry wasn't wasn't willing to say um, for sure he's going to be there or for sure he's not, but. He seemed to be along more along the lines of that he was going to be okay. That, it, that they they were going to do an MRI on it for precaution, you know, just um, to make sure it's not something more serious. Um, but it seemed like he's going to be okay. But we haven't really gotten a clear answer, which is worrying me. Yeah, as this podcast is being filmed on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday the fifth. Sorry, Labor Day in there. Tuesday the 5th, uh, yeah, we did learn that Monday the 4th on Labor Day is when uh, he went down. Yeah, uh, exited. Right, they called it a hamstring discomfort. And whenever someone says hamstring discomfort, and then the next day they start saying MRI. Yeah, I don't like that's that. That's when I start getting leery. It is, it, it's Jerry Jones's job to get up there and do the smoke and mirrors you know we got we got the giants in a, a few days he yeah. doesn't want to say he doesn't want to say uh, you know that someone of the caliber of tyler smith huh, i mean this guy's he's in trouble you know yeah, he's uh, not gonna do that. yeah he he's doing the jerry dance up there oh we thought it was going to be bad but actually it turns out it's all right but we're just going to do an mri for <laughs> precautionary stuff. you can't get it you can't get a trainer to say yeah, this hamstring's fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or, so uh, yeah, so that that's where that's where I I get concerned. I've been listening to Jerry talk for a long time, man, and nobody's a better smoke and mirrors guy than Jerry Jones. Yeah. So yeah, so, I agree. So, I mean, it, I'm I'm not super. I'm definitely not happy that I'm that I'm that I've got that news. So yeah. So, so you guys are saying that you feel like he's not ready week one. Here's what I'm saying. I think if if um, if if Tyler Smith plays on Sunday night. I don't think we're getting a hundred percent Tyler Smith, so just keep that in mind mm-hmm. when, uh, when well, we're out there. And I mean, team. honestly, best case scenario, maybe he is, and maybe we do. Yeah, basically, best case scenario. Worst case scenario, we have what a eighty percent Tyler Smith, which I'll take over. I mean, I think of, worst case scenario, it's it's like what you're saying. It's an actual like two to three week injury, and, yeah. and we miss him. But yeah, I'm hoping. That's that why I said at the beginning. Hopefully, it's nothing. Hopefully, it's just a oh yeah, you know, like you know, when the words of of our, the beloved Tony Romo, you got to hope it's just a cramp. And um, so, yeah. And it wasn't. All right. Uh, Jacob, you got anything else? Uh, in terms of no recent news, news I, I think that's all we got. Well, great. Then now we can get into the meat of this podcast, of this episode. Let's talk about a preview. But before that, I got ahead of myself. Let's talk about our season predictions. Super early season predictions ahead of the 2023-2024 season. Uh, let's go indivi- talk individually. Steven, what do you think that the Cowboys record is going to be? Yeah, so I've got us finishing um, I've got us finishing 14 and three, okay? All right. So um, which is a solid finish. To, uh, oh let, let, let me preference this. Who do we win? you know tell us who we win to against. Tell us who we lose against. And why? Yeah, so... Um, well, actually, just who we lose against. So we're going to lose to... Uh, first and foremost, we're going to lose the last game of the season to Washington because so much is going to be locked up at that point. Um, I just feel like uh, that's that's Trey Lance and even some Cooper Rush running around out there, so I'll just cut to that. That's a boring loss. Um then I've got us. Uh, I've got us losing to the two West teams. Um, Which ones? Uh, San Francisco and oh, yeah. Seattle. Okay, because we play all four. So you. Yeah. So okay. uh, the two. The two that matter. I'm right. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so. Uh, so you're saying that that you think we lose to those teams, 
more than losing to the Bills. And, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at one point I thought maybe we go up to Buffalo and lose. Um, yeah. I, I've restructured that thought process. All right. I, uh, I've decided we're going to go up there and win it. That's understandable. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it's not. It's I not feel really similar, understandable, but, not exactly. but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just kept thinking, hey, we can beat Buffalo. Uh, but I kept I kept convincing myself we couldn't win up there in December in the cold. Um, and then I said, uh, you know, we're, we're going to. Yeah. And, and here here's why. Here's why. And I don't want to get too deep into it because we're just, you know, we're just going over predi- predict- predictions here. But uh, I, I think it's because we had the better digs. I think it's because we have the better digs, and I think I do that's think we have the I better think, digs. I think that's where we're going to win that's, this. That's, I, I mean, that's actually, a huge... I don't, I don't, I like them both. I think they're at oh, their shoot, at their on. position. They're equally team. as solid at their position. I just think if if you put them against each other, the matchup is in our favor. I believe. Yeah, and these are two guys. These are two guys. Like, you get on YouTube, get on Instagram, whatever you want to. They and, compete. And look, they are competing against each other literally every moment of freedom they have. Mm-hmm. They are finding each other. Hey, and and uh in the NFL, youth is a is a good thing and we yeah. have the little brother. Yeah, so that's that I mean call call me silly, but I think that's where the game yeah. is going to be won. So I think we're going to keep more so, points off the board. So tell me why in the world you have us losing to the Seahawks and yeah. the Niners. So the Seahawks um let me go Niners first, all right? All right Niners first. The reason I, you don't see an Eagles loss on there is because the boogeyman's coming to town, yeah. right? Until you show me that you can beat Dak, until you prove you can beat Dak, Philadelphia, you it are not going, going to happen. win the game. Yep. Show, show me you can do it, and then, you know, we'll start we'll start rethinking things. Shout out, Eagles. But uh, Shout out. I think the same thing goes for Kyle Shanahan, all right? So okay. uh, until we prove that we can beat our boogeyman, Mm-hmm. He's just got our number. Um, it's so weird how we play offensively against, uh, and and I, I realize that's not Kyle Shanahan, and I do realize that their defensive coordinator that played boogeyman to us for so long, D'Amico Ryan's, and our boogeyman is is gone. Well, you're referring to Kellen Moore. I am. Um, so yeah, we're going to come at him with a different play scheme. We're going to come at him with a very Kyle Shanahan like uh, scheme. We'll see. And, and you know, an offense his dad helped create. But anyway, like. I just, uh, I just, it's one of those things where it's like both times we went, we went and played them uh, over the last two years. You looked at that matchup and you said, "We win yeah, these we games." This in the yeah, bag, yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, offensively, we do do don't perform. I understand the Kellen Moore situation, but it's kind of one of those things where I'm not going to be biased here, and I'm going to say prove it before I believe it. Right. Um, so I also do. And we don't have to get into this, but I also do think we see him again. All right. Um, and then Seattle, man, you know, you gotta you you, you don't go undefeated. Um, so when I look at Seattle, I just see some matchups there where it is possible to not win. They're coming here, um, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I think I, I, yeah. I think roster. yeah I think I, I think that they have super capitalized on that Russell Wilson trade. Yeah. I yeah. mean they have put I mean all skill positions on their team are not a lacking position. I mean they have just racked up young talent on the both sides of the skill positions. I think very highly still of their coach of uh, of old Pete. Um, I. think... I think he's such a competitor, and uh, we've you know, seen we've seen if Gino goes down, he can get out there and he can throw the ball around. That's right, the old man can, can still sling it around. <laughs> Dude, he was actually kind of kind of throwing dots, low key, yeah. for an old man. Hey, look, yeah, hey, you know, Pete, Pete will throw for you, but uh, <laughs> but then like uh, you know, I look at I look at stuff like um, you know, Lockett, good, mm-hmm. Metcalf, good. Uh, don't get me wrong, Diggs, Gilmore, good, probably better. But I just I think there's some weapons, and I think Geno can can move. And if we have any weakness, it's a it's a quarterback that can get out and run around and get away from Micah. So you know, hey, we win a lot of games. We're going to win yeah. a lot of games, and I hope we win. I hope we win the three. I'm saying we're not going to, because um, I'm probably going to be at that game. So I hope we win. Right on. Yeah. Hey, Cowboys culture. Anytime we're in the building, 
you know, come find us, come say oh, hi. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, yeah, that's that's me. Jake, on to you. Um, you know, pull up the old document here. This is how TV works. But, uh, yeah, so Jacob's uh, Jacob's got us at 14-3 and three also, man. Uh, you thinking along the same lines as me, Jake, or is it a little bit different? Yeah, I mean, just I think – Overall, I, I agreed with you on the um, on the on the Washington situation. I think that that end of the year, I yeah, yeah. with obviously going fourteen and three, we're both pretty much putting us at the number one spot. Um, I think so. I think we'll probably have it locked at that point. Um, and so I think shout out Eagles. Yeah, I, Eagles. I I don't. I feel like it could be another situation like last year where we're we're going to the playoffs and. We just don't want to risk, um, you know, we we don't want to risk getting anybody hurt. We want to spend more time in preparation for that game. Hopefully, um, well, that's a two-week preparation yeah. um, because uh, we got the bye. But, um, yeah, so I that's like Steven said, that's my first loss. I have us losing two other ones. Um, I have us losing the uh, second game to the Jets, and I have us losing uh, to the Bills, actually. Um, and the reason is because, in my opinion, first off, those are both um, – those are the two best quarterbacks we face all season. Yeah, those are going to be the two toughest teams we play. Yeah, I think we have an incredible – Quarterbacks, de- yeah, I'm sorry, not teams. Yeah, I think we have an incredible defense. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm saying if we're going to lose some games, I think it's going to be to a guy like Aaron Rodgers who, if anybody can read a defense right now, it's Aaron. And a guy like – He's had some practice. Yeah, and a, and a guy like Josh Allen, who who truly is kind of like our kryptonite. He is a get around a, and run. I mean, and, yeah. You know, the pass. If you if you come quickly around the edge like that and just try to pin your ears back, the dude's going to be gone, and he's hard to bring down. Especially, you know, we all know we we're kind of our linebacker depth is not the greatest, and and so, I mean, especially late in the season like that, if we have any injuries or whatever, I mean, I just can't imagine. Um, how that would look, especially in the cold too. So, I mean, I I think I and another thing with the Bills, I think that overall they're the best roster that we face all season. Yeah. And so if we are going to lose two games, I'm going to predict it's going to be the ones that have the best quarterbacks and have you know overall. So Jacob, you're saying losers. that the Buffalo Bills are better than the world class, world you know dominating Philadelphia Eagles. I oh, do. Definitely. I, I think that definitely. You know, I think the Eagles' offense can can pretty much hang with anybody. Whoever sues people for denouncing the Eagles, uh, please don't see this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, obviously, we know the Eagles are going to be able to score some points. That offense, that scheme that they run with Hurts, um, those receiving weapons, it's it's they're going to score, right? That offensive line is just is just is great. Um, we'll see what it's like this year without. I think they lost the right guard, but anyways. I think the Bills, because of Josh Allen, can be just as explosive. And I do think the Bills have the overall better defense. Um, I know the Eagles have a stacked D-line. But I think overall, when you take everything into account, um, I think the Bills overall are better. And so, Do you buy into my theory but, yeah, that, that we had the better and, D? And I, and yeah, again, I'll say I don't think there's a huge margin between the Eagles and the Bills. The, the reason for uh, me thinking that we're going to sweep the Eagles is primarily because of what you were describing. Yeah. It seems to me that for whatever reason, Dak will not, refuses to lose to the Eagles. He won't do it. And so, like Stephen said, until they show me otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and 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 mark that as a win. And so, yeah, I have us just wrapping it up. I have us at thirteen three losses. The last game of the season to Washington, um, the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Who it's kind of like what we're talking about the Eagles. Until we until we beat him, I'm going to go ahead and sure. and, and yeah. be afraid of that game. It's uh, understandable. Aaron Rodgers seems to have our number, just like Dak has the Eagles, and uh, and then Josh Allen. I think um, you know he's he's the best overall quarterback we face. I think it'll be a challenge, and because it's at their home, in the cold in December, I, I'm just going to say maybe they have the edge. So yeah, that's that's what I got for this season. But overall, I mean, me and Stephen both having us 14 and three. That shows you how confident we are. But <laughs> Now we're going to get to Ethan. Yeah, and just disclaimer, um, he doesn't really think that Josh Allen is the best quarterback that we're going to face. It will be Jalen Hurts. Please don't snipe my best friend. Yeah. All right, so uh, 
So let's go, uh, let's go, Ethan, man. Ethan, we talked about this uh, kind of off the pod a little bit, and Ethan has a shocker, shocker. And I'll explain myself. Uh, of, of, a, of a prediction. And, and we're just going to get right into it because if we're only talking about who we're going to lose to and we're going to break down why, why that is, Ethan's got a very short one. Uh, Ethan's got us going 16 and 1. 16 and 1. And I, and, I, and I understand. Here, I get it. You know, you're you're a casual Cowboys fan, and you just looked up a podcast. You found a podcast about Cowboys, and you're like, "What is this guy talking about?" You know, because you listen to a lot of mainstream media stuff, and they say we suck and we're going to go nine and eight again. But let me tell you something: the game that we lose, I think we might lose to. And again, I'm being an extreme homer here, ladies and gentlemen. But pay attention to me when I say this. We've talked about the whole Josh Allen thing, okay? But there's so many more factors that play into this. The Bills are the only team that I looked at this offseason and said they have just as of a complete team as we do. It's pound for pound. You know, you're trading some. They have better linebacker group. We have a better line. Uh, We have a better D line. They have better defensive tackles. They have better safeties. You know, we have better corners. They have better, you know, whatever the case may be. They have good corners. They have they have good corners, but we have better corners. Yeah. But but you know we have you know we have a better receiving core. They have better you know whatever the case may be. I think that pound for pound, they're probably one of the best teams in the NFL, or they are one of the best teams in the NFL alongside of us. And yeah, I think that it's going to be snowing probably there. It's going to be in December. Uh, we've got to go there. Um, and one of the other big reasons why I think we lose that game is because this is the end of the season when Josh Allen is really getting to Josh Allen mode. Um, he, you know, he's kind of a Dak kind of guy. Regular season's kind of his thing, especially here where every game's kind of like, okay, who's going to lead the NFC? Uh, I mean, they, sorry, the AFC. You know, you got Burrow and Mahomes back there. You got to make sure, you know, you're you're winning all those games. I mean, I, I definitely see a, a world where we win that game, certainly. I mean, you can see, you know, 16-1, and one, that's one loss. You heard yeah, it here, uh, folks. You heard it here. Cowboys yeah, undefeated in 2023. Yeah, undefeated. <laughs> but but I'll, I wanted to round off, since mine was really short, I want to say this. The only other games that I can see us losing, but I'm going to tell you why we don't lose, is the Jets game with Aaron Rodgers. And I'll tell you why we don't. It's game two. This dude, they don't have it all figured out. They got the dude like halfway through the, through the, the off season, or like you know, he, you know, he's barely been there. You know, it takes some time to figure things out. Need more than training camp to figure it out. Need some... more than training camp and three throws in the preseason to to figure things out. I think that they still struggle as far as receiving core goes, and I, I whatever that they're good at corner. Whatever that DJ Reed guy said about being the be, being a historic defense. You're not even the third best defense in the NFL, so relax. Man, that but is, that's that's almost as wild as predicting that someone's going sixteen and one. Yeah, I mean you <laughs> you're not even the you're not even the top three defense in the league. You got good corners and one defensive lineman, defense, and that's it. This de- this, so relax. This defense played together what a season? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We've got three years of continuity and the best NFL player in the world. So let's just let's chill. Anyways. Um, and then the Niners, you know, that that game for me, I just I see that game and I'm like, okay, yes, we can definitely lose this game, but I just have this feeling that man, this is the time when we just give it to them. Bosa better and, than uh, Parsons. And never. Uh, th- that dude's been snubbed by by uh, by two, b- b- Watt and Bosa, both years in a row. He should have won it as his rookie year, defensive player of the year. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, and then I, just to say this really quick, Dolphins fans are ridiculous, dude. I I, le- I see a lot of Dolphins fans just like if anybody is more of a homer about their team, it is Dolphins fans. It's good for them. But like they they talk about Tua like he like I've heard Dolphins fans say he is the best quarterback in the league. He's not even a he is not a top ten quarterback. He really isn't. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, he's not. Someone, someone says that he is like the, number one, the best. He is the best quarterback in the NFL. But, but let's be fair, though. I've Steve, heard it. 
Steven, let's be fair. And, and let me just and let me just Allen, go ahead, Jake. Even if he was, Rogers. Steven wouldn't would never say it. Yeah, because Steven we, would we all know where he came from. Yeah, I mean, he he went to Alabama, and <laughs> so he's a, he can't he's be a quarterback. One. So he can't be number no. one because the the last great Alabama quarterback played in Super Bowl three. Right, <laughs> but but here I'll say this just to wrap up my my portion. I'll guy say this: doesn't has he played a whole year yet? No, the guy got a concussion right now. Yeah, the the the. That's one big reason why I don't think he's going to be standing up um, by the end of that time. Uh, and if he, like I've I've said this many times before to y'all, but if he is, Mike is going to make sure he's not. And that O line is kind of not great. And when you're playing the Cowboys and your O line is not great, Kirk Cousins knows what that's like. So A lot of Joe quarterbacks, Burrow. Joe Burrow knows exactly what that's like. Bad, bad. Um, that kind of deal. Um, and you know, Jalen Ramsey's not really going to be. Probably a hundred percent by then. You know, that's a he had a huge injury, is and even he, if he is, is he still Jalen Ramsey? Definitely no. not. Probably not with an injury like that. Yeah. That's that's pretty yeah, tough, yeah, especially at his age. There's a drop off last season. Now the only thing that I and, and they don't even have a running game. I don't see how people are genuinely like yeah, I, I'm scared of the Dolphins. I'm definitely confused about that. Like the Dolphins are going to compete for the yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't understand that. You have no run game. Two can't stay not, up. I'm not saying they're not going to go to the playoffs or anything. I mean, they might. If, well, yes. if two is a, a, a if, available, if, if two is healthy and he's you know he's playing, the, the the concussion's not impacting him or whatever. Just because of Tyreek and Waddle, they're going to oh, score yeah, points for sure. The problem is, is I with when it comes and I know we'll, you know we'll get into this. Uh, I don't want to. You know, yeah, we're giving too them much a time too much credit. Waddle, I, I just think well. their play style is. Exactly what we want. We want a you can't run the ball. You're pass heavy. We you you need place to develop downfield and you try to throw bombs. That's what we're hoping that you try to do. Um, so I just think it's a good matchup for us. But overall, so two has got a heck of an arm. Fine, yeah. you know. I've think, never seen somebody like just man. That dude is living off of that national championship throw for yeah, a yeah. long time. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, sixteen and one. I don't think because I thought about it and I was like. There's no team except for maybe the Bills where I'm going in and I'm like, am I going to be nervous on some of those wins? Absolutely. You know, the Jets game, the Niners game, you know, um, the Dolphins game, the you know, the Bills game and all that. Both Eagles games are going to be good yeah, games. Yeah. The Eagles I'm not going to give them that much credit. But also the Seahawks game. They can't give game, us a good game. <clears throat> no. <laughs> the the Seahawks game and all that, um, you know, I'll, 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 fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a little nervous come game time. But the but if I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, okay, who is who can win this game? I just in my mind I can't think about it and say, Yeah, they're gonna win that game. No, you don't have the better team. So I can't say that. Sure. So yeah, that, I mean and it's the NFL things happen and obviously teams sure. don't very often go sixteen and one. So am I gonna be surprised if they don't go sixteen to one? No. Yeah. But I have high hopes. Sure. So somehow so this season we're gonna according to Cowboys culture. Hey. We're going to be somewhere between fourteen and three and sixteen and one. So, so fifteen and two. I uh, average. I, I think that's very possible. It is possible. I think it's very possible. But here's here's what I here's what I know is going to happen. Uh, the Cowboys are going to the playoffs this year. Okay, mm -hmm. they'll they'll they could sleep their way to a wild card. Um, so I I really believe that the wheels fell off. We're in the wild card. All right. So um, if. Yeah. Uh, that's I, good. I, I like I that kinda, assessment. I kind of hope sixteen and one guy over at the end of the table. I kind of actually hope we don't go sixteen and one because I don't want to win the NFC. Don't want that bye week. I do not I like do, the bye week. I, I want it because I, I don't want anybody good, else to be able to say that they got a it. A good, a good, yeah. And see, that's just that. Yeah, I'm kind of past all that. But I, I, I think, uh, I think you take Washington as your bye week. You go in as a number two seed. And play, you know, play New York, the Giants. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. like the Vikings yeah, or Saints yeah. or something. So, sure, yeah, the Saints, yeah, maybe. So, um, and and kind of like last year, take it easy till we get to the Philadelphias and the San Francisco. Let, let the Niners win their win the NFC. Sure, and uh, have that, the one seed. That would be perfect. Uh, and I, then I want to play win. it. Then play Atlanta and. And at home, yeah, you know? great. Yeah, <laughs> or the or maybe the Panthers. Yeah, I don't I don't have Atlanta get to the playoffs this year. I mean, unless 
unless the kid in the backfield is just uh, uh, unbelievable. I have high hopes for them, but anyways, let's let you know. Let's let's move on. You know, this is this is week one. It's week one. We've got a Football we've got back. a regular season NFL game in two days. The Lions play the Chiefs, and we have a game on prime time Sunday night against the uh, Midgets, <laughs> and it is in New York. Don't think you're. I don't think you're supposed to say that. Why? I think uh, little people. Yeah, but it's just the, it's not an offensive thing. It's Jerry, the opposite of the Giants. Jerry yeah. said midget. Yeah. He said midget uh, not long ago. Okay. But he's Jerry. He's 107. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, midget. Yeah. Right. Should I say it like hey, that? He said that guy, guy, some guy passed away or whatever last training came. He's like, you know, he just looked like a midget. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, sorry about that, people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're playing the Giants. I, I just don't like them, so I will. I'll uh, I'll be disrespectful a little bit, but we play the Giants. Uh, Jacob or Steven, whichever one of y'all want to do this. Tell us, tell me why we will win this game. Yeah, I think you just I think you look at it and you you know obviously, like you just mentioned, you look at this, you look at the two teams and you go, yep, one of them's way better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, I I think this ends up being. Um, a game that M- Micah somewhat takes over. Yeah. I think this is one of those games where it's uh, Dan Quinn's telling him to calm down. Uh, you know, he um, makes Daniel Jones look like Daniel Jones. Yeah, I really think so. And I, <laughs> and I, I think I think the likes of Stefan and and uh, and Trayvon make, make Daniel yeah. Jones look like Daniel Jones. Um, I don't doubt that he'll throw them a few dimes, um, <laughs> as he is Danny Dimes, and we don't we don't want to ruin the brand. He's got to live I, up to his name. For sure. And then, of course, speaking of Danny, you know, you look at where the game start and starts and ends in the NFL, and that's with the quarterback, and we have the better quarterback. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, just talking about, like, kind of telling you why we'll win and why we, we think we're a better team, man, that receiving. Uh, you got Darren Waller. Congratulations. You got a guy who can never stay healthy, and he's old as crap. Congratulations. But the receiving core is just so bad, dude. Like, especially especially going up against a secondary like ours and a pass rush like ours, don't even think about it. Just let your super good running back go off or something, or try to go off. But every time we play them, he does do kind of good, and they still lose. Jacob, I have a question for you, speaking of the running backs. Who has the better running back, Pollard or Saquon? Who, who's, who's the better I, back? Go ahead, Jacob. I genuinely – and, and... – you know, Giants fans will lose their mind. Most of the, a lot of people most lose of their the, mind. um, just the Happy country, just because of his name, is going to lose their mind. They don't know anything about his stats. They don't know how he did last year. Anything. We're just told he's a star. Just so because his name Saquon Barkley, you need to draft the number one or number two overall in in fantasy, right? But I genuinely believe now, the the injury could have changed something. I don't know. Um, I I don't. It didn't. Which seem injury? Like um, uh, for Pollard. Okay, all right. But but I thought you were talking about Saquon, and he's got. Oh yeah, he's got like eighteen yeah. injuries. Yeah. yeah, he. Yeah, he. I mean, he could have been injured. Anyways, but in terms of Pollard, he didn't seem like he was really affected by his injuries so so far, um, from what we saw at training camp. But I genuinely think that Pollard, especially considering he's not the only, like when you go play the Giants. You, you know, is if we stop Saquon, that's pretty much it. That's all we got to focus on, right? Pollard, we have so many weapons now on our team. So you, you like, if you just sell it to stop in the run, you're going to get cooked. So I feel like Pollard's going to have, a, you know, a lot more open, uh, you know, light boxes and things like that. Um, Ooh, so Dexter that he, Lawrence, man. So, yeah, I know I Dexter know. Lawrence is good, but I think they're going to have to spend so much energy with their. And this is this kind of gets me into. So first off, hold on, I'll I'll, I'll back up to answer your question. I think Pollard at this point is the more explosive, dangerous back. Okay, who's the better back? I think Pollard is. Okay, yeah, I think Pollard is because of his pass catching ability. He's he's you know he not only is he extremely fast. I mean Saquon's very fast, but Pollard's very like very bursty and explosive. You know, but he's also that pass catching ability that we've seen is kind of Pollard is like pretty much like Christian McCaffrey just. High praise, you know, I, I, yeah. like they're pretty similar in in style, you know, of, of in my opinion, from how it looks, but and how we utilize him, but he's just that 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 
I don't see a lot of people who have that. Once you hit that line, yeah, that burst. That I mean, if he finds that hole, it's like I mean, he just shoots through that line, and yeah, you know, uh, Saquon esque. Uh, yeah, when Saquon's healthy, uh, Saquon really reminds me. And he's, of, I would say, he's extremely fast. Saquon is. Yeah, Saquon. So. Saquon reminds me of a young Zeke. Um, he's just he's big. He's he doesn't even have to make the first guy miss because he's going to hit him. He's going to mm-hmm. run him over. Um, and I think that's why he stays in the hospital a lot. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, if you ask me, hey, who's the better running back on a healthy day? Shoot me. I think it's Saquon. But uh, I think. I, again, I, I won't argue with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely do think it's really close. Yeah. Again, I think, uh, you know, both of them are really, really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, where we're going to win this game, though, D- Dak's going to win this game by putting a, a lot of points up. I don't yeah. think we're going to drop 40 on them or anything like that. Yeah, Dexter I, Lawrence has been there. You know, mm-hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau was there. All their guys that were there were, have all been there. You know, they. I think they got some secondary player. Okay, awesome, great. Um, yeah, get know. ready to get pieced up. Yeah, you're going to get pieced up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if, if you guys don't have any other reasons why – well, and I'll just say this. One of the biggest reasons why I think we'll win is that they didn't add any extra receiving pieces for Daniel Jones. Yeah, you're gonna, what you're going to see is is our, our defense. Saquon has done good against us in the past. They still lost. Yeah, because so, the, Cowboys, so, the Cowboys can't stop the run, right? So, so even, if we, even if we let him, even if he does go ham, or if we regress them a little bit, we're, we're going to beat them. Well, let, and so... Yeah, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, because I, first I wanted to answer your question about the Pollard thing. And I agree. I mean, I could see it both ways. I think that, honestly, I think Pollard's going to have a better game because of some of the things I was talking about with the, um, we have more weapons and, and, and that well, kind of D, stuff. Their D-line is not anything to write home about. Yeah, uh, but in terms of just a player comparison, I could I could really see it going either way. Um, I like, I'm, I'm biased toward Pollard, and I, I do think he's, at this point, a little bit more explosive. But, yeah, I can see overall – you know they're pretty they're pretty comparable, but um, I have I have two things two takes on why I think we will win. The first one is you look at their corners versus our receivers. Yeah. Now our trio right now is is dangerous. Now that we have um, Cooks, we have Gallup healthy again. Last year we literally had C.D. Lamb and a dude Noah Brown as our number two receiver who would not even make our six. Who wouldn't even be our sixth receiver right now? And and we didn't even have Dak in our first game. He's not really even a starting piece for the no. Texans right now. And and so now with that trio, um, I don't see how I, I'm pretty sure they're starting a a rookie corner, and I don't even know who's their other guy. I mean, they got that is um, an absolute worst. Didn't they get? Didn't you get somebody from they Maryland? Got, they got Deontay Banks, and I don't even know who their their other guy is. But um, at the moment, but I just don't see a, a scenario where those where their corner where their corner trio is able to cover ours, and I so I just think that and their corner trio is not going to be able to cover down to down to our fourth and fifth receiver. Exactly. So for that reason, I think we're just going to line them up. But number two, and this one I think could be big. It goes along with what we've talked about with the. Um, you know they them having a lack of of a receiving core. I think that what's going to happen is because we know that they're going to have to run. We're going to obviously we're going to um, play heavy box, get them in those third down scenarios, right? Long third and long scenarios. Yep. And I think what's going to be the the key x the, the x factor for us or the key difference is if you remember last season, two players that we didn't have in our team. Where Jonathan, when we played them the first time at least, was Jonathan Hankins and Mozzie Smith. Yeah. And if you remember, we would we would regularly get them in these third and long, second and long situations, and there would be nobody open, and Daniel Jones would run for like 15 yards up the middle, right? Um, and so I think that I I genuinely think with having Hankins and Mozzie, I don't I don't think that's going to be an option. I think I think he's going to have to try to hold the ball and try to make a play, or throw it away, and so I, I just think that is going to make it really difficult 
for them to get anything going. They, they already had difficulty getting things going against us before we had added those pieces. And so I, I really think that that weakness was a big thing that they exploited, and I don't think it's there. So I think ultimately that's a, those, those two reasons are huge reasons why we no. become one yeah, of the couple, no. couple of really good points for sure. No, I want to say, talk, talk, talk to me about this super improbable thing that can happen here, you know. Cowboys lose. Yeah, here's here's the deal. How does that happen? Steve? Here's here's the here's the only way that happens. Cowboys can't stop the run, right? The narrative exists until it doesn't, right? So the way we lose is that if if Barkley just starts having a day, I don't think it's just much like Jacobs points he just made. I don't see a world where Danny Dimes goes and starts piecing us up. Okay, so I think their defense plays lights out and Barkley has a day and when I say a day I mean he's going over 100 yards and he's got maybe two three touchdowns um with the help of uh you know and once we once they realize they can run on us maybe Danny Dimes goes out there and uses his legs some but I, I think that's the only world where this isn't some 27 17 31 31 27 yeah victory. i mean the last time we played them saquon had 81 yards yeah it's a day i mean I, yeah, that's it's a good just, day it just unfortunately with dallas and the style of offense we're going to play now and dallas with dak and dallas with brandon cooks and having a deep threat i feel like this is one of those teams based off of their secondary where Dak can really, really, really have a monster day. Uh, and I just I don't think we're living in a world where D Danny Dimes can replicate that. So he's going to have to live through Saquon, and Saquon is going to have to go off. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we're just going to – it's going to require more than 81 yards. What about you, Jake? Do you agree? Well, honestly, I will say this. I think that even if – Saquon can have however many yards he wants to. I feel like if Saquon is having that kind of a game, that means that um, they're they're they're. I think the game will be slowed down a little bit because I think I think regardless of what they do, we're going to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be hard for them to, um, that for that like I said, that, them to cover our guys right, and we also know that um, yeah, it if, would require, and I don't mean to cut you off, but like I just said, like. It would require Daniel Jones being able to step up with Dak Prescott and go blow for blow. Yeah, in which case, I, yeah, in which I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think even if, like I said, it, if, well, if, it can't happen. If they're doing a heavy run game and Saquon's having a day, even still, I think if that's happening, that means that they're draining the clock, and it's probably going to be. They're probably not going to be having. Many You're saying maybe it's a little bit of a right. low-scoring game, and they kind of pull it off. It, it, he he ends up he yeah because if if Daniel Jones is not having to throw it all over the yard, I think is what you're saying. Yeah, like that. If that happens, maybe. But but even still, like even if they do try to slow it down and not give us many opportunities, which is probably going to be you know their their strategy and to try to go through Saquon. I I just I still think. That's not enough. I, I think even if everything goes according to plan and, and they slow us down, they don't give us many opportunities, and, and they drain the clock and run with Saquon, and even if he has a game, a, a really good game, I still don't think that's enough. I genuinely think the only way we lose is if everything goes right for them and we have like a game where it's like, you know, like we have a major – we have some really bad injuries during the game or – we just have a we have a we have a Tampa Bay game one where we just you know just we weren't really maybe we're looking ahead to the Jets and we kind of overlook the Giants maybe we you know are a little bit rusty because it's a it, maybe there's like a little bit of a an, an adjustment period because of the new play calling situation uh, maybe we make some uncharacteristic mistakes mm -hmm. so I, I like basically sum it all up I'm saying I think even if the game in terms of Without any mistakes or 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 just mishaps or whatever, I don't think they can beat us because I just don't think they have. I just I genuinely don't think they, they have. They don't have takes. the firepower. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think it would have to take them having the game of like everything go according to their plan and then we like, you know, we fumble a punt and they pick it up. You know, like thing like mistakes like that, missing field goals and stuff like that. I think would have to pile up. Just where Cowboys fans are literally sitting yeah. there going, "What is happening?" Yeah, it would like have to week be like one worst against case. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Or so Tampa Bay, you know, going, going back to last year, week one. The the good news for Dallas is is the greatest quarterback of all time is not going to line up on the other side. Right. The good news for Dallas is is that it's most likely it's Paris Campbell going up against Trayvon Diggs. Most likely, Dak is not going to break his thumb on a yeah. helmet. Hopefully. Most likely, yeah. Um, and most and and most likely, um, you know, or or what is true is that uh, we're not playing a team that uh, just you know, uh, thirty six games previous to this week one won a Super Bowl. Okay, we're talking about the Daniel Jones era New York Giants, yeah. where there is one superstar in town and he has to yeah. lose his mind out there well, to, here, to get him across the finish. Well, here, let's, let's, let's ease the Cowboys culture fan base's minds. We're going to win. And what I think is going to happen, let's just talk about what we believe is going to happen. Okay, if you're, if you're the fantasy guy, right, you're starting Dak. If you've got Dak on your team, you're starting Dak. Sure. You're benching um, Danny Dimes. Um, CD's going to go ham. He always does against the Giants. I mean, just the dude has, like, some of the best catches against like, the Giants. But, but, like, like, why wouldn't he? Like, it's such a logical right. yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think, obviously, Brandon Cook's debut with the Cowboys, it's, he's going to be electric. I think that we win. I saw somebody post this, and I was like, okay, I, I had the sim, a similar, but I couldn't put it into, like, a direct thing. I think it could be like a 31-21 game. Yeah, I'll ride with that all day long. I I I know I know Saquon's going to get his, right? There's no, he's going to. All right, he may have they'll an get, eight, they'll get two or three touchdowns. Sure, he two. may have an 80-yard day that that results in a touchdown and then dimes throws for for, you know, for one or runs for one or something like that and you know, they're going to get close and get a few field goals. But this offense that Dallas is rolling out against that defense and Dak versus that secondary, expect for Dak yeah. to just absolutely piece these dudes yeah. apart all evening long. And I, I just don't see a world where he doesn't. I can see, I can look down the schedule like we did earlier in the show and go, going to be a long one for Dak. I'm gonna really have to put some stuff together, but it's this, not this one. This team, I don't see <laughs> yeah. where I don't see where Dak doesn't just almost. I don't want to make it as if the New York Football Giants are scrubs because I think they're a playoff team, but I, I just don't see a world where this isn't a little more than a practice yeah. uh, for us. I mean, you're talking about last season. They they could not even beat us with Cooper Rush and yeah. that receiving core. I you know personally I do think it'll be a little bit of a lower scoring game um, because of the fact like what you were saying Stephen I I do think they know they know uh, where where we're well where we will dominate them and I think they're going to try to keep the ball out of Dak hands out of Dak's hands as long as they possibly can. So just real quick, quick score prediction. What do you think? Um, yeah, thirty-one th- seventeen. Okay, I like that. I actually like that better than I, what I did. I think I think because we're going to score a lot in the first half, and then we're get, you know we're obviously going to we're going to we'll bring the Trey tempo. Lance we'll, in there. Yeah, well, I don't know that Trey Lance I'm sees just... much action in week one, but I I do see us uh, scoring a bunch early, scoring a bunch in the first half. I think we go into halftime like let's say let, let's let say we, Pollard go ham in the yeah. Let's half. say we've already thrown up twenty one uh, in the first half. You know, it's twenty one three something like that. Twenty one ten. And and yeah, we we start playing the clock game. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's so. fine. Jacob. Yeah. So, um, like I was saying, I think it'll be a little bit low scoring um, because of you know they're going to try to drain the clock. I think another thing we didn't even really talk about too much is we do have some injuries that have piled up when it comes to we got some guys questionable. Sam Williams, um, Dorrance Armstrong, both questionable. Mm-hmm. Tyler Smith, like we talked about at the beginning, questionable. I think that. That's all in the trenches. That's that depth that helps Micah and D-Law be fresh. Um, that's Tyler Smith helping us in the in the run and and, and um, keeping Dak standing. So I got you, faith that Micah can handle this one on his own. I, he can. I'm just saying. You know, he's 
I mean, you want to have that good rotation so that he's fresh. But anyway, yeah, I'm just I, saying, I get what you're saying because of all those. They when you look at Score them, prediction. when you look at them, they have a pretty much no injuries. We have a couple of those injuries on the trenches, which they're already kind of strong there. Um, on top of their game planning uh, to slow it down. So that for that reason, I think it could be more of like a like twenty seven to. 14 yeah game pretty yeah. similar just a maybe bit maybe there. maybe a 24 to 14 game yeah we're we're yeah, yeah there's no way you can convince me that we're not scoring 20 <laughs> 20 plus points no no i mean we might already have 20 plus points as we sit here yeah. recording on, <laughs> on, on tuesday yeah they're like yeah dak 300 <laughs> yards yeah. 24 points I mean, first yeah. half All this right. is going to be a cowboys heavy just write it down stats. it's, it's going to happen all right well i mean score I, prediction ethan i i said uh Something, something along the lines of thirty, north of thirty, and they, I'll say thirty-one to thirty-five for us, and they'll have. Because eventually we're just going to start turning around and handing it to Pollard. And Twenty-one, I think maybe they have three touchdowns. Saquon probably gets one or two early, and then Daniel Jones takes off for one late, you know, and tries to pull something together. But that's about it. So that's fine. Yeah, um, but outside of that, I you know I didn't really have well, that's that's all we had, right? Yeah, this is a Cowboys win week one. Let's see it. Yeah, um, I mean, dude, when I tell you I'm so excited for this season to start, especially like not even just Cowboys game in general. Obviously, I'm going to be watching every bit of that, but week one is just action packed. We like the football, but yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, we are actually for week one. I think we talked about it, and hopefully I'm not saying this without confirming it, but Stephen, tell us where we're going to be. Yeah, Cowboys Culture Podcast. You know, we, we just we go to games. We go to events when, when we're playing in places like New York City. Um, so, uh, yeah, this weekend um, we're going to be up at the PGA Frisco Golf Club. Uh, they are doing a massive, massive uh, watch party event out there for Let's go. Uh, week one. We hope to see uh, some 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 of the culture out there. Oh yeah! Um, please say hi to us if you recognize us. Um, Ethan will talk your ear off. Spread the culture, and, baby. Yeah. And, Spread uh, the culture. Yeah, we we cannot wait for week one. But yeah, um, we'll be there. So if you see us, say what's up, um, and we'll we can talk Cowboys all day long. But uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Um, you know, make sure you guys are continuing to like comment and subscribe on the video uh and to our channel um follow us on instagram as per usual at cowboys culture podcast there's um, still time there's still time we have a true brand hat up for grabs you have uh, a true brand hat up for grabs on, on, on all socials um snag so, that bad boy yeah go, go. It's you there. still got time to win it we're going to announce the winner on game day um so uh oh and by the way i mean for for guys like us man like you know i don't know if you know you guys are into this or not but like you can clearly tell that we're all into true brand these new corduroys dropped uh true brands new new uh corduroys dropped uh last this weekend yeah true brand we freaking keep posting you on our story post us back all right <laughs> we love true brand uh, we're huge fans and ethan show them by way of dallas dropped their new line for the cowboys Both of this y'all. Year. we are yeah. open for sponsorship so please <laughs> we would enjoy that we we, we certainly would but uh, this but, one's free but maybe the next one might cost you but look man we're, ju- we're just fans of those brands anyway so um so we love giving them away so be looking for more of that uh to come um so yeah let's get out of here boys but uh yeah week one we're here let's do it how about them cowboys all right cowboys nation we're out see ya